0: You are about to enjoy an It Takes Three Network podcast.
1: Welcome back to Let's Talk OC and OC Podcast. I'm Michelle. I'm Liz. And this week we are joined by one of our lovely patrons, all the way from Australia, Kirly. Hello. I love it, the accent. (laughs) Not even that. Hello. I'm just just so excited that this podcast has connected us with so many cool people. Around the world. I know. It's really awesome. Like, it's Tuesday night here. It's 7.30 p.m. in New York, and Curly, it's
2: Wednesday. It's Wednesday at 11.30 a.m. Oh, goodness. She's in the future, or (laughs) we're in the past. We're in the past, (laughs)
0: and she's in the future. (laughs) All
1: right, but as promised, we are starting our character episodes. So this is requested by many of our listeners, so we have 6 of these lined up. I'm really excited. I'm so excited. So first up tonight is listen I's favorite and I'm assuming Carly Lee too, Marissa Cooper. <laughs> Definitely. So I want to know
2: Carly, before we get into Marissa, what made you choose Marissa? Um I don't know. I think from day 1, I just loved her so much and as much as I love Seth and I love Ryan and everybody else I just really just can spend my days talking about Marissa so I thought let's pick Marissa and I think you guys loving her as much as you do it will make for a really fun chat I think yes I agree we love Marissa
1: Cooper
0: so much and I never thought I would say that ever I've said that I'm like a broken record but I never thought I would say this seven years ago seven years ago yeah
1: okay so Marissa Cooper as we know was portrayed by Misha Barton her first appearance was in season one episode one the pilot her last appearance was season three episode 25 the
0: graduates yes great episode Yeah.
1: She was in a total amount of 76 episodes. Wow, that's a lot. Yep. Uh, Her relationships, she dated Luke Ward, Ryan Atwood, Alex Kelly, DJ, DJ. the long guy, (laughs) and Kevin Volchuk.
0: Yeah. What a history. Yeah. So
1: I want to ask you ladies, out of all of those boys, who is your favorite relationship for Marissa?
2: Hmm... It has to be Ryan. Surely.
1: That's how that's how I feel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, <laughs> I really like Alex. I loved Alex and Marissa's relationship, but I don't think they were like endgame. No. But I did I did enjoy Marissa and Ryan together. Yeah. Like I, you have to pick Marissa and Ryan. Right. I'm just definitely curious. not gonna pick Volchuk. <laughs> <laughs> I know, Aunt might, right? It might pick Chuck. No, I don't think he would.
1: All right, so as you guys know, every week we had our ice cream correspondent, Mike Dell underscore Vasto on Instagram. He provided an ice cream flavor that matched every episode. Well, he's continuing that with our love characters. It, love it. So for Marissa, he chose Häagen Dazs Rocky Road ice cream bar. Bar. He says, during the ice cream bonus episode, I picked Neapolitan because like the ice cream, Marissa has multiple layers, which is so true. And I still believe that. But I also like to think of her as an ice cream bar because what you see on the outside isn't what you get on the inside with Marissa. Oh, I know. (laughs) There is a harder outer shell of chocolate and almonds and the inside is fluffy marshmallow and chocolate ice cream. She is like an oatmeal raisin cookie. At first, you think you're getting a chocolate cookie, but upon biting it, you realize it's not.
0: Yes! (laughs) That is so funny. And when we get into, like... The bagels portion. That's funny that he just said that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I think this describes Marissa. On the outside, you
1: think she's the all-American girl. She's popular. We assume she does well in school. She's social chair. I'm surprised they didn't have her as a cheerleader as well. Right? That would have made sense. Her boyfriend is captain of the school sports team. Her dad is rich and she gets everything she wants. In one of the early season one episodes, she shows Summer her new purse. And Summer even says, did your dad ever say no? Mm. Or so that is what we are led to believe in the beginning. But as we get to know her and the story goes on, we see there are big cracks in her perfect life. And on the inside, it's not so picture perfect as the outside is. So the harder outer shell, I love Mike, he's just so (laughs) it. (laughs) of the ice cream bar is the picture perfect life we think Marissa has. But as we crack it open, we see there is something softer and different in the inside. Oh my God. Also, I like the comparison to an oatmeal raisin cookie because when I was a kid, I didn't like them as much. And as mm-hmm. I got older, I learned to appreciate the cookie and like them now. Yes. This fits perfectly with my feelings towards Marissa. I wasn't the biggest fan of her until this rewatch and Let's Talk O'C, shedding some light on Marissa's character and making her really likable. Also, the same is true for Ryan, but the opposite. At first, you think he's going to this troubled teen who is bad news. Chino, ew. <laughs> As the show progresses, we see how Ryan isn't like people would have thought he was based on where he came from. I think this show really drives home the point you shouldn't judge a book by its cover. So
0: beautifully said. As always. Thank you, I Mike. love that point with the oatmeal reason. So true. Yeah. It's really, that's was great. And honestly, I feel like where can I get this Rocky Road ice cream <laughs> bar? I know. Because I really enjoy Rocky Road. This sounds really good. Yeah, it does. Uh, thank you so much, Mike. Thank you. Okay, so let's
1: get into a little bit about Marissa. Let's discuss her highs and lows from each season. So let's start with season one. Kiralee, what would you think was Marissa's high of that season?
2: So I spent the last couple of days making a lot of notes. Um, yeah. And they've been thrown all over the place every time I have a new <laughs> thought or I watch a different episode. Um, but I think her highs uh, from season one – Uh, Her showing her maturity, especially around her dad, um, and then especially around Teresa. Um, Yes. Obviously in the finale when she says to Ryan, I know what you have to do, this doesn't mean I I don't want you to stay. Um, So great. And then I think Ryan is obviously a huge high. And then I also wrote down her, um, she wears a heart on her sleeve, so in the model home where she's, you know, all about her eye contact with Ryan, handing over the CD. And then um, in the first episode at the fashion show, when she walks to the end of the runway and she kind of sees Ryan in the crowd and is just beaming that he's there. Um, You know, she's kind of just putting it all out there and she's just being an authentic human. Yes.
0: Totally great. Great
1: points. (laughs) I I actually, since we rewatched the pilot, I've, Since then, been rewatching the (laughs) OC, and I actually just finished season one finale tonight, which just wow! Like, absolutely, you cannot watch that episode and not cry. No, but the part you were talking about, where Marissa, you know, tells Ryan, "I know why you have to do this, and I don't hold this against you." She
0: understands. She's She's so mature. She's so mature. It's someone that age would never say that. No, never. No. Like, oh, you think you got a girl pregnant? I get what you have to do. No, you would never say that. You would be like, this is ridiculous. Stay with me. You're with me. Yeah. Hard. What did you have, Liz? Uh, I had, for the character her highest, in my opinion, I think was when she got out of Julie's home because it was a very volatile relationship and she moved in with Jimmy. And during that time, she was with Ryan. I feel like that's her highest of season one. Just like those... Two points which are kind of simultaneously happening. Yeah, they go hand in hand, for sure.
1: I also thought that one of her highest moments was standing up to Julie. So Mm. kind of what goes to you. So you both said, especially everything that happened in TJ. Right. And then having to go to therapy. Right. And then kind of the intervention that happened of I mean Ryan really helped her with that, but her saying, I don't want to live with you.
0: I want to live with dad. And I really appreciated that. She needed to get out of that toxic household. They were butting heads. And her and Jimmy are very similar. Yeah. So it was better for her to get out of there, have a more normal, realistic lifestyle, and then have a boyfriend at that time, too, where you guys can, like, lean on each other. I felt like that was her highest point of season one.
2: Yeah. Low points. Carolee, what do you have? uh oliver obviously um and then i think her relationship with luke and obviously that leads to holly and then yeah his relationship with her mom um and then tj and then i guess also jimmy to some extent because of his actions in the beginning excuse me in the beginning
0: right right that kind of spiraled it all yeah through her all into
2: turmoil and it all just stemmed from that
0: right yeah that's what I had. I had their, her parents breaking up, which then spiraled into her going to TJ that day, finding out your dad is not going to be living in your house anymore, and then your boyfriend cheats on you. That's like, like the ultimate low. And then and then with your friend, which causes you to not want to feel anything, so you get so obliterated that you, you just could have died. You didn't want she to feel anything. So that was my absolute lowest point for her was the spiral of going from the parents to the boyfriend cheating to the drinking. And then that was it. Right. And then Ryan, like, lifting her up. Literally. Literally lifting her up. Yeah. I know. I, and I wrote down,
1: because TJ, obviously, but also just believing in Oliver. Right. I really can't hold that against her because Marissa is one who just wants to believe in people. The good in yep. people. And be there for people. Like, help the wounded. Right and not hold it against you, so but that really that whole Oliver situation, which we love Oliver, I can't deny it.
0: Yeah, I <laughs> we love, love to that hate whole him. stretch yeah, of the episode.
1: But her just believing in him and then. Finding out, oh, my God, Ryan was right the whole time. Such a
0: letdown that you couldn't trust yourself, your judgment in someone. That's exactly what it is. It's not trusting your own judgment. Yeah. And so finding out this person who your partner has been telling you over and over and over again, they're not good news. They're trying to break us up. Something bad is happening here. And then your ex-boyfriend to come and be like, you should listen to your boyfriend (laughs) because something wrong is happening here. And she was like, no, no. He's a good kid. He's just troubled. And... Yeah, he was a, a troubled kid, but he right. she got involved too deeply with him. Yeah. On to
1: season two. Carly, what do you have for Marissa's highs?
2: Um, I have her relationship with Alex. Um, yes. And then I always, in all of my seasons, my high always includes Ryan. So I've also thrown Ryan mm-hmm. and their yeah. relationship. Um, I think when Alex got a little bit jealous towards the end of that little segue, I think the fact that Ryan was still there for her, still wanted to help her, and she kind of seeked comfort in him almost instantly. Um, I think that Ryan will always be Marissa's person. Yes.
0: Right. And I, I had that, the yeah. exact same high. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. I said, for me, um, Marissa's feelings for Alex, but then, however, she was always still pining for Ryan. And so then... They built something more, a deeper connection after being apart, and then seeing each other with other people. And so, being with Ryan again, I felt like was her high
2: right. of the season. I was just gonna say when Julie sees um, Alex in the kitchen and says, "You know, oh. Marissa's only ever been in love once, and he looks different in a wife beater." I think even yeah. then, oh Alex kind of knew everybody knew, right? Everyone had to knew get that herself. Yeah,
1: yeah. I have it on the little darker end of it. It's more – has to do with Ryan and how she saved his life when she shot Trey.
0: (laughs) Yes. High moment for, like, (laughs) the audience watching this person go down, but really shitty for her. No, but, I mean, really knowing
1: that where Ryan was going to go and saved his life. I mean, I really – we've had this discussion where we really thought Trey was probably – He would have –
0: yeah, he would have killed him. Yeah. So – she did. She did save his life. Yeah. Okay. Lowe's, Kira Lee.
2: Uh, Number one is Trey. Um, he's also on the top of my least favorite character list just because of the whole arc that he brings. He yeah. makes Ryan question himself. He makes Marissa become really vulnerable and, you know, um, talk about, uh, not talk about, uh, act behind Ryan's back with Trey. I think he just opens up too many issues. Um, and then I have Jimmy again because it's jimmy and he can't really keep it together Mm -hmm. for any longer than three or four episodes yep um (laughs) and then i also have the the pool scene in the pilot or not the pilot in the first episode of season two when she has a bit of a meltdown with julie so
0: yes great
1: moment yeah good what do you have Liz?
0: i had um i put really hard next to it michelle and i were discussing this um a few hours ago and i was like i struggled with finding my absolute lowest point for her. But um, I put, being assaulted by Trey was just the cherry on the sundae to an incredibly shitty year, first with Ryan leaving, then trying to be okay with Alex, and then thinking it was getting better when she sort of reunited with Ryan, and then the whole Trey thing happened. So it was just like that was the the end of the whole, but yet going into season three, that was the beginning of really... Which obviously we'll get to, right? The the turmoil of Marissa, so yeah, Trey, Trey. I mean,
1: I had that too. Just her struggle and having to keep what happened with Trey to herself, to herself for a while, yeah. And that was so heartbreaking to watch, and hard to. I just felt for her. Yeah, it was awful. It was was really awful. Worst. He is the (laughs) worst. Ugh. All right, moving on to season three, which unfortunately is her last season. Right. But what, Carolee, what did you have for her highs?
2: Um, I think she kind of came into her own. I think Berkeley is on my list because I think it set a goal for her. And she, I mean, even if it was with Ryan, I think she's able to really pursue that. Um, I think Caitlin coming back was good for her. Um, I had, what else? And I had Ryan, obviously, because in the end... She died in Ryan's arms, so. Right. Yeah.
0: yeah. I like that you added Caitlin. Yeah. I did too. Because that brings more of that family relationship, someone else to lean to, someone else to understand, yeah, our parents are shit. We need to band together and stay yeah. together. Um, so I like that you added that. And I actually, I had friendship between her and Ryan at Berkeley. I loved that whole scene where they went there and they were talking about her being Ryan's ex, and they were totally cool with it, and she just sat there and just dealt with it, and then turning her life around before graduation. Yep. Yeah. She's like, yeah, I'm, I know who I am now. I'm going to go be with my dad and figure some things out. Yeah.
1: I had pretty much what you girls said, graduating high school and then becoming close with Julie and Caitlin, just leaving yes. on that good note. Good on
0: the and, good note, yeah. And just really coming
1: into herself, because it was a hard season, a hard year for her. Definitely. All right, her lows of season three.
2: <laughs> Lots uh, of lows. So many lows. Um, I have three points and two of them uh, – sorry, one of them. I know the reaction I'm going to get from the both of you because I know how you feel about Johnny. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, but I had Trey, which obviously led into her having to change schools, go to Newport Union, be introduced to this new group of right. people um and then obviously that leads to Johnny and that leads to his death and that leads to a spiral that leads to Volchuk that ultimately leads to her death um it all kind of stems back to season two back to Trey back to all of it um and yeah just it was just a very sad ending
0: it was a very sad ending but it's yeah right it it all stems from Trey if he didn't have to come into their lives again, stir up everything, then assault her, then her having to shoot him. Like, then she wouldn't have gotten kicked out of school. Like, it all just spiraled from there. Yeah. Um, and I put, while dying may be the lowest, emotionally, her lowest was her struggling after Johnny died, which was a continuation of Trey, um, and then her relationship with Summer and her mother was deteriorating, and then dating Volchuk. So, yeah. like, that whole big, it was a whole spiral from Trey, Again, yeah. yeah.
1: It's, it's hard to choose one thing, because it is a, a giant spiral. It's a giant, yeah. Sp- you know, yeah. you can say dating Volchuk, because that led to her death, but she wouldn't have dated Volchuk if it wasn't for Johnny, if it wasn't for Trey, if it right. wasn't for... Right. XYZ. And then we could even go further, of like, well, she never met
0: Ryan. She never met Ryan. <laughs> and Jimmy didn't lose all the money. Right. It's you go, if you can go yeah. back pretty far. Yeah. It's just sad. <laughs> yeah. So Marissa
1: had some iconic moments. On this sure show, did. and I feel like when you talk about the OC and you talk about Marissa, people have certain scenes that just—that's Marissa that's Cooper, Marissa. yeah. So I pulled out on Instagram. So a couple of the answers were the screaming moment with Julie by the pool mm-hmm. in season two. Ooh, I don't know, Kira have you heard that big bang? <laughs> did you hear a bang? I did. Oh, you did? That was okay. a really big Those bang. Are, all the guys upstairs. I don't know what they're and doing. they're like trying to chase the dog. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> uh anyway uh overdosing in tj shooting trey and tish said anytime she mentions marissa to anyone this is the moment they speak about dying oh yeah marissa at the lifeguard tower and then lexi said that she always resonated with her maturity and loved the way marissa wasn't scared to go after what she wanted so her moment is Marissa kissing Ryan on the Ferris wheel. It's so iconic because she showed all teens out there that girls could make the first move and she was falling for Ryan and she wasn't going to lose him because of some stupid fight. Jess said when she wasn't threatened by Teresa. Oh, love it. Love it, love it. Yep. And Alicia said standing at the end of the driveway. Oh, yes. So girls, what is your most iconic moment for Marissa?
0: You can go first, Kira Lee.
2: I have a couple. Um, okay, some great. of them have already been mentioned. Um, s- exposing Julie and Caleb on the boat in season oh, one. Oh, my God, so good. savage. And <laughs> yeah, straight for the stage, straight for the microphone, and let's lay it all out for everybody to see. So um, good. Obviously shooting Trey to save Ryan, the pool meltdown, the lifeguard tower, um, the season one finale when she's on her balcony just downing the straight vodka. Oh, yeah. Um when she goes to Jimmy's going away party and she arrives with DJ and she's really drunk and she ends it with, you know, I'm the daughter of a thief and a slut. How did you expect that? Oh my God. To end up?
0: Yes. I and- loved that. I loved that. <laughs>
2: And then I have the I love you, thank you with Ryan on New Year's, and then the Ferris wheels with Ryan.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, my God. All so great moments. So good. I have chills. Me too. I, I love so much. <laughs> so freaking good. I
0: have chills too. Liz, did you have a favorite? I picked Marissa screaming and throwing the chair into the pool. Like the, That's my, when I think of Marissa Cooper, that's what I think of. But I love everyone else's answers because they all you know, embody her so much. So yeah, I also had that moment.
1: You did? Too. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Marissa is also known for her fashion.
0: She sure is. So
1: she had some memorable fashion moments, whether they were good or bad. I know we talked about her newsy, the newsy hat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Carly, do you have any fashion moments that stick out to you?
2: um my favorite fashion moment is her chanel prom dress from season three Same. um she looks so good uh, she's just stunning um i also really liked the season three promo outfit that she was in when they're on the beach and she has the long necklace on with the i think it's like a burgundy dress
0: Gorgeous, um, but the, like
2: yep. iconic marissa is a flowy skirt a polo top and pointy flaps that is yes like her that is iconic
0: yeah absolutely yep <laughs> definitely Let's see, I let's had see. a nod to season three Marissa hair because we always yeah. talked about that. I mean, she had great hair from day one to the last day, but I loved that. And my favorite Marissa outfit, it might might have gone under the radar. Maybe people didn't really put this as their favorite outfit, but I love the band t-shirt with the crimped hair at the Rooney concert. That's right. That's, that's a season one outfit. That's my favorite outfit. It's so good. Her, her eyeshadow was so beautiful. She just looked like so cool, so hip. At the Rooney concert. Rooney! Rooney! And just like <laughs> the crimped hair that was so big. Yeah. So big. I just loved
1: it. I also have to give a nod to season one New Year's, her black dress. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. She
0: was like her – it was I mean, low. It was low cut. No, but it was <laughs> gorgeous. And her hair
1: was pulled back. Yeah. And – but, yeah, I mean that – the flowy skirt, the pointed flats, the polo shirt. That's – her low-rise Marissa.
0: jeans. The,
1: her hip bones
0: for days. Yes, right. uh, they're out in the breeze. Collar bones for days. <laughs> She's got such a long torso that those those like low-cut jeans just kept going down, down, down. And then there's those <laughs> hip bones, which are In gorgeous. the
1: season one finale, she wore these white low-rise Almost flared white jeans. Mm.
0: And they're so low. I'm like, how does one sit? How does her butt not come out? <laughs> when she was sitting, her butt crack must have been out that's, when she was sitting down. I'm not even going to lie. That's what which, I was thinking about. Which you you feel the breeze. You, you want to pick it up? You want to pick it up. I know.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Carolee, do you have an ultimate favorite quote by Marissa?
2: Oh, favorite quote. I think I just really love the the I love you and thank you quote I think it's
0: so cute she
2: had she handled it so well I mean not so much the beginning but when he came to the party and he ran in he's like I love you and she's like she could have taken it anyway she could have been like oh my god I'm so glad that you said it back to me or whatever but she's like thanks and right she's so relaxed yeah it's not (sighs) a big deal she's just happy to go with the flow and have some fun I suppose with it as well
0: yeah so good, I love that. I had maybe some people just get lost Oh. because I feel like that's the epitome of life, right? You just get lost sometimes. And I feel like everyone on the show has been lost at some point. And um, then her like thinking she knows herself, but then you don't. And it's just like I loved that whole quote. And that was in the last season she was in. And yeah. she's like, well, what if you just get lost like people get lost all the time and i'm like yes that's so perfect for marissa yeah loved it i
1: had in season three episode two the shape of things to come mm. she says this to dean has she oh. says i'm proud of what i did and i do it and i again. do it again that's, that's, a that's a meme that's a gif it's that everywhere is a mood. <laughs> that
0: is a vibe
1: that i remember when we talked about that list, and we were obsessed with this moment. Obsessed. And it just stuck with me. I'm like, yes, girl. Yes, Marissa. And the way she just is like, nope, I'm proud of what I did. Yeah, she's like, and I do it again.
0: Fight me on it. No question. <laughs> hmm So good. Yeah, because he's such a prick. Oh, yeah, he's... Ugh, I hate him <laughs> so much. Awful. Yeah, if I haven't expressed it enough.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so just for funsies, if Marissa was an emoji... Which emoji do you think Marissa would be? <laughs> this is hard for me. <laughs> Carolee?
2: I chose. It's really. I think it's going to be really cliched. I chose the red high heel. I think it's classic. It's understated. Love that. It's just, I think it's very Marissa, and that's actually a theme in my other um, fancy questions as well. Love it. I love
0: that. I, you, I almost want fashion with like a an accessory. But I did the smiling face with the sunglasses, like cool as a cuke, yo. That's what I was like, that's Marissa. Always cool. So Aunt and I had this discussion
1: because I was curious how Aunt would answer these questions. (laughs) We both said the same emoji. Really? So I went with it. This was my gut feeling. It was the kissy face emoji. The kissy face? Like just the one that's given the little kiss. Just the the one kiss. Yeah. And I was like, I feel like she would just be like, you know. She's like, cool.
0: Yeah. Cute. Yeah. That's I
2: love I it. All right. If Marissa was a bagel, this
0: what kind of <laughs> bagel
2: would she be? Again, went with a classic theme and just went with cream cheese. Just very simple, understated, always great. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And that, is that a plain bagel and cream cheese? Um. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's a good don't choice. We have a lot of bagel toppings here, so it's really hard to deviate from it. Oh, I see or a plane. So, like, yeah. everything is plain. Got it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Liz. This question really made me want to have a bagel. Um, I put, This was hard. LOL. Oh, this is what I, my notes say. This was hard. <laughs> was toying with an everything because, one, that's my favorite. Two, she definitely has a lot going on, but I settled on something maybe not everyone thinks. Or loves at first, which was a pumpernickel bagel.
1: Okay, did you I, pick this? No. First up, I, I have to interject here because I had the same thought process. Really, everything is my favorite. So clearly, and she has a lot going on, right? But then I
0: chose a sunflower seed bagel because not everybody realizes they like it. I love sun. I love a sunflower so seed do I. bagel. What kind of spread did you choose? Oh, I mean veggie cream cheese because that's my favorite. <laughs> I, I chose butter. I think you oh, yeah, have some butter on that. Like a toasted. A toast. Well, Michelle's bagel. big. I don't know if you guys know this about Michelle. She's a big toaster. So when I get a fresh bagel, I will never toast it. But Michelle, she'll toast it until it's dead. S- d- dead. <laughs> dead. Dead meat. Like dead. you, would, you could crack something with how yes. hard it is. And then she puts her... Her Her schmear on there. Um, But I just said, Pumpernickel is like a more sophisticated everything. And I was like, she's a more sophisticated everything. That's what Marissa is to me.
1: That's how I feel. (laughs) That's why I chose sunflower seed. It's pretty plain. It's not for everyone. Right. And it could take you a while to get into it. But once you love it. Once you do, you love it. It's
0: not for everyone. It's not for everyone, though. And the same with Mike's answer. Yes. And that's why I loved when he said the oatmeal reason thing. Because at first, you're like, wait. Is that a chocolate chip? Okay, you eat it. You're like, wait, I'm not into this. But then the more you have it, you're like, no, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. It's so
1: perfect. <laughs> and then if we were sorting Marissa at Hogwarts, which house do you think she would be in?
2: This is very controversial, but I <laughs> have never got into Harry Potter. I've never seen the movies and I've never read the books. So oh, I don't know. That's,
0: that's totally, totally cool. Fine. Yeah, <laughs> Liz, I picked Hufflepuff. I picked Gryffindor. You did. I was toying between Hufflepuff and Gryffindor. And then what I did was I googled Marissa Cooper sorted. And two websites picked Hufflepuff. And wow. I was like, "Oh, I'm I feel confident in my answer now." <laughs> but I understand why you picked Gryffindor. I just picked Hufflepuff because I feel like she's more like emotionally Charged and like everybody's friend, and it's true she's everybody's low, s- low stress level. But also, I get Gryffindor because she's also a powerhouse too, and she goes above and beyond to help people, right? And she's so. a, she's an overachiever.
1: She is, and she's pretty brave too. She's very brave. Yeah, but those are just our <laughs> our funsy questions. <laughs> our fun-sy questions. <laughs> Uh, for the end of the Marissa segment. Carly, do you have any questions or any more comments about Marissa before we wrap up? I don't think so. I think I have covered all of my notes. I just want to know how you got into the OC.
2: Um, I think it was just we had to change networks really quickly when it first started in Australia. And it was on really late at night on one channel and then got moved to like a – prime time slot on a different channel right in the middle of, I think it was the summer holidays. And so obviously when people don't have anything to do during the holidays, they're watching TV. And I didn't start watching it until the episode where they go to TJ. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah. I really That's the one to in come in into. <laughs> yeah. And then I can safely say that I have been obsessed with it ever since. Obsessed. So good. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I was, um, still
1: oh, – it, no no i was just gonna say like it's still i don't know why it surprises me but like the more i watch it the more i cry even though i know what's happening
0: <laughs> well yeah i get that way with television too that even though you've seen it a million times you know how that character ends up and the path they're gonna take and you just at that moment you're in that moment with them and you're like yes you just feel so many things yeah Kirli, I'm sorry to cut you off.
2: What were you going to (laughs) say? Oh, no, I was just going to say that um, my love for the OC is so known amongst my friends. I was talking to a friend yesterday about writing my notes, and she's like, you don't need notes. You can talk about the OC (laughs) until you're blue in the face. You don't need to (laughs) worry about
0: that. (laughs) It's good to have a guideline, though. It is. It is, definitely. Yeah, because there's so much we could say about Marissa that we haven't already said in the last two and a half years on this podcast. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So we wanted to just kind of hone in on certain aspects that maybe we didn't cover or right. that we wanted to highlight more. So
1: yeah, I just, I'm just, because I'm curious for another OC lover, when you rewatch the OC, do you go in order
2: or do you choose certain episodes? Uh, I think it depends on how I'm feeling. So mm-hmm. last night when I was re-reading all of my notes, I really just wanted to watch the Heights and watch Ryan and Marissa on the Ferris wheel. Yeah. Um. And then I get sometimes, like, I want to watch a particular scene or kind of follow a particular storyline, but then there's also days where I'll just, like, you know what, I'm just going to start from the beginning and see how far I get before I need a break. And that usually is somewhere in season three. Usually after the um, episode where Ryan and Marissa dance to Forever Young, I I tend to stop after that because I know that it's (laughs) very downhill from there and it doesn't really get better. So.
0: If you had to rank the seasons, what would you rank?
2: Um, One, two, three, four. Yeah. yeah. Just that
1: chronological
0: order. Yeah.
1: yeah. Actually, we got an email from Chris. So I'm glad you asked that to Carolie. Uh, One of our listeners, he wanted to know how we rank the seasons. And so off mic, Liz and I were talking, like, we definitely talked about this. But yeah, maybe
0: not officially, but I know, like, a- each season we have Right, kind of ranked up what we think, yeah, we like the best, and so Kiralee's choosing one, two, three, four. List. My gut was two, one, three, four, but also I appreciate one, two, three, four because of nostalgic purposes, like starting from the beginning, learning all the characters, and then going to four. But I think as we watched on this podcast, we said two was before number one, which is like funny now. I'm trying to think like all the way back to season two of what. We even watched and discussed. But I feel like two, you're getting down to more of like development of characters, and then one for nostalgia, then three for just heaviness, and then four for just kind of not needing to really be there. For for some of it. The first part, as we have said on multiple occasions, it was necessary. We needed to f- have the fallback of what happened with Marissa and get the development of our characters. But then towards the end, with all the the silly stuff, didn't really need that. Right. Yeah.
1: As as I said, and Atlas pretty much summed it up for me, it's two, <laughs> one, three, four. Yeah. Just be, for character development, knowing these characters... And I, I enjoy the Alex storyline. There's parts of me that really enjoy Zach. Me and too. Atomic County. I really yeah. Atomic that come County in. comes then too. Yeah. Right. And just four. I just you know at, we were really excited for it, and I don't think on this rewatch that I'll go and rewatch that nah. one. We just did it, and two, I,
0: besides Chris Mica. Right. Chris Mica is the great the greatest episode yeah. of four. Or yeah. even maybe, maybe in the series. Hey, we'll see. We'll see. Right. <laughs> you
2: think, when you watched the Chris Mika episode in season four for the first time, did you think that when they're at the airport, we we're actually going to see Misha Button? Or did you n- <laughs> know that they weren't going to fulfill that?
1: I wish I remembered. I think I knew deep, deep down the that it wasn't, wasn't but yeah. I so was hoping. <laughs> Or like a cgi something. face yeah. or something that it was just gonna be her but i knew because i read the forums and i was online at the time that yep. lisha was off she did not want to be a part of
0: right yeah the it's show hard for anymore. me to remember i feel like i was like no 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 no. and then of course it's not her and Wait, i was like, okay, you watched yeah. it later yeah
1: yeah but watching in real time i was like so hopeful i was like
0: oh my god please please right just like come back for one cameo appearance just like one a, just one, just, right? one. Just, just one little cameo. Just I mean, they could one. show her picture. Right. So yeah. you, there was hope that maybe she would be there, but yeah, they tricked you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but thank you again so much, Kiralee. We so enjoyed talking with you and taking thank you the so time for to, having me. to
0: yes. be
1: with us. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Okay. Yes, thank you, Kiralee. Thank you.
2: Thanks. Have a good night.
1: We hope you guys enjoyed our chat with Kira Lee. We sure did. I know. We loved it. Yeah, it was really good. It was so good. But before we end this week's episode, I wanted to shout out and read two of our listeners' top and bottom favorite characters. So I'm going to start with Mal at Malstagram. She sent in her top and bottom Favorite characters. And she writes, Mal's chaotic mess of a top five and bottom five. <laughs> top five in order. Oh, okay. So number one is Summer, my number one forever. Wow. Number two is Julie. Nice. Queen. Three. She put a four above.
0: How, read okay, Mal, so if <laughs> I'm going to read this wrong, I
1: apologize because number four.
0: In she the third put, spot, she put
1: four before three. Yeah, you put four before three. But <laughs> I'll just read four, Marissa, my baby. Three, Ryan, this man controls my tear ducts. Yes, <laughs> number five is Sandy. Season three was rough, but that is my fav- My father forever. Yeah. Honorable mentions in order: Seth. Seth is a piece of shit, but I love that kid with my whole heart. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Seven is Taylor. Deep down, Taylor is probably like my number two or three, but we didn't get enough of her.
0: So true. Eight is Luke.
1: He had so much potential. Hashtag Rook forever. Rook. Number nine is Caitlyn. Queen Jr. I'm going to make this weird and say... Queen Junior. Number 10, Oliver. Mainly just because his six-episode arc is my favorite streak of episodes in the series, 100%. Oh, good. We're not alone. I think there should be a character episode about him. Oh. I could talk about him forever.
0: We might have to have the therapist on for that one. I know. I was thinking, should we do a villain episode? <laughs> Wow, we're just kind of getting away with ourselves. let see we'll never end. <laughs> never end.
1: <laughs> okay, and then in alphabetical order, because you can't rank zeros. This oh. is bottom list. Caleb, I can't stand Caleb. He's a dick and treats everyone like shit. Valid. Carter, I just dislike everything about his story arc mm-hmm. and what happens. Dean of dicks, discipline. <laughs> what a pointless, corny, outs- one-sided villain. yes. That's really funny. Frank, I hate how he was written to be Julie's love interest more than Ryan's dad.
0: Oh, so true. So true, So true. And he's just so
1: unlikable. I don't care about him at freaking all. (laughs) Jimmy, why are you the way you are? And his presence just gives me anxiety. Trey, every rewatch, I like Trey until he literally ruins everyone's lives. Fuck Trey.
0: You know who I feel? Jimmy's parents are Christopher's parents from Gilmore Girls. Like those are his parents. They're like nasty. They want what they want. They have old money. And their kids are screw up. So true. <laughs> you know? So like they true. those parents, you could photoshop them into this and that would work out perfectly. Yeah. yeah. She also
1: included her favorite episodes, one, the pilot, best episode of any show ever. Whoa. Number two, The Outsider, the pool, cry emoji.
0: Mm.
1: Number three, the third wheel, Luke Rooney. Yeah. Number four, The Countdown, come on, it's the best. Yes. Five, The Rainy Day Woman, Spider-Man. Honorable mention, The Night Moves, the nostalgia. And then she ranked the seasons, one, two, three, four, but I still love four.
0: Great. This is really good. Thank yeah. you, Mal. Well, two for two now. One, two, three, four from our listeners. Yes. Yes.
1: Alicia at AAW315, she also sent her top five and bottom five characters. So top five is Ryan, Marissa, Summer, Seth, Sandy. No surprise. Worst, Trey, Jess, Lindsay, Rebecca, and Dean Hess. hmm Great picks. Shit. I love Jimmy all the way. Yeah. Which... Yeah. 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 (laughs) We get you, girl. Uh, But thank you, guys. Keep sending. You know, as long as we're going to do these episodes, if you haven't sent your top five, bottom five, send our way. Yeah. We'll read it, you know, as soon as we get them on the following episodes.
0: Is it time for Patron of the Week? It is that time. It's Patron of the Week. It's Patron of the Week. It's Patron of the Week. No surprise this week, our patron of the week is our patron, Kiralee. Kiralee! What a wonderful interview with Kiralee. She's so sweet, and her love of Marissa really shined. It's so funny. Her friend said, Oh, you don't even need notes. You could have just gone from right off your brain. That's how much she loves this show, and we really appreciate you um, entering, and we're so glad that you were able to be our first pick. I know. So exciting. Yeah, so we're really happy to have you, and thank you so much for all your continued support, and we hope that you take it into 2021 with us.
1: Yes, Carolee. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Thank you, everyone who listened and i hope you guys are going to enjoy these next batch of bonus episodes we're super excited yeah next week is ryan, ryan. with our girl tish our tish. trivia correspondent so there'll be lots of i hope she does that with us
0: she has to if you hear it now tish you're saying it with us next week
1: warm up those vocalizers girl but we thank you so much for listening every week And if you like what you're hearing and you haven't yet, please consider leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps the show grow. It helps it get seen. And you can rate us five stars because five is a great number. Mm -hmm. And we just truly appreciate it. If you have anything that you'd like to send us, any other questions, or just want to let us know how your day is going, (laughs) you could send us a message on Twitter, Instagram, or Let's Talk OC, Or you can send us an email at letstalkoc at gmail.com. Our little home on the internet is ittakes3network.com. That's our Patreon. We have lots of cool perks on there, just like being a guest spot, just like here was tonight. Uh, We have behind the scenes. We have Topic Tuesday. You get the episodes up a day earlier. No ads in there. And you also get just a bunch of really cool people that you get to interact with. Yeah, you'll have new friends. So it's really great. And last but not least, we are so excited to announce that we are launching another fanfic contest. And the winner will receive a t-shirt of their choice from everythingtheoc.com. We did this a couple of years ago, and it was so much fun. You guys had a blast with it. We loved reading your fanfic your fanfics it was just they were just so good so if you're interested this contest launches tomorrow december 1st and we're picking a winner on december 15th and it's chrismica themed so all of the details will be at it three network.com or check out our instagram at let's talk oc and we cannot wait to read your fanfics we'll be back next week with our ryan episode